I just wanted to start. Can I start? Yeah. I want to start with a public service announcement. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Apparently, uh, public service announcement. There is a viral TikTok challenge going around uh, that leads to instant death. Apparently, people are filming themselves uh, jumping off of a moving, a speeding speedboat into the wake. And um, tragically, this viral challenge has already claimed the four lives of individuals in Alabama. <laughs> Okay, I shouldn't laugh, but no, like, uh, it wasn't there a wasn't there a, a TikTok challenge a year or so ago where people were jumping out of moving cars and the same thing was happening? I'm not sure. Anyway, you sh- you should not do everything you see on TikTok. I don't know if you can see this. This is pictures of people launching out of the back of boats. Uh, this is a quote: the the four that we responded to when they jumped out of the boat, they literally broke their neck, and you know, basically. Instant death. Captain Jim Dennis of the were they all in the Childersburg same... Rescue Squad told NBC News. I'm I'm assuming these four were all isolated from each other. Right? The deaths have occurred in the last six months. So this is a right over the last six months. So, so it wasn't like four people all at once on the same boat type of a thing. No, but it, no, <laughs> yeah, in Alabama. Well, you never know. Sweet like, home like Alabama. we're all going to do it at once. You know. Four yeah, you of never us. know. Or maybe one after the other. I there. watched a video where, you know, uh, wake surfing. So um, you're real close to the boat. Yeah. And um, you can, if you get good at it, you can do it and keep up with the boat without a rope. Oh, really? You can just um, surf on the wake. Yeah. I've done it. But you got to be really close to the boat, right? Yeah. You're just, and the boat goes pretty slow. Okay. Um, I've done it, but I could never really figure out how to do it without the rope. But I saw a video where there's one guy driving a boat. Okay, there's these two. They look like maybe teenagers or maybe early 20s. And one guy's already wake surfing, right? Okay. And you see the guy driving the boat, clicks it, like locks it in, like the auto. Oh, he goes back to surf. And then surf. he runs back to try to surf too. <laughs> and then he falls. And then the other guy falls trying to climb back in the boat. So the, boat no, the boat's empty, locked in, and who knows where it ended up. <laughs> Hopefully no one was hurt there, but those guys are now stranded. Plus, their boats. <laughs> they thought that they were going to get back in. They that's yeah because you, you you surf so close to the boat that you can you kind can of theoretically and, and grab get it. back in. I don't know what these guys thought, but I didn't. I they don't, were filming it for for social media. Well, they got they got the views. I'll bet they did. I mean, the video was recovered because the video was on the boat. So eventually, it's like the black box from yeah. Uh, an eventually, airplane. the I, it was probably a GoPro or something or dash cam. Eventually, they recovered that. So that means the boat probably wasn't <laughs> destroyed. But I don't see another outcome for now. Listen, it's the internet. There could have been somebody off camera that was all staged and yeah. just made to look funny, and it was funny. I, I laughed. Like the guy, there was a guy that. Um, so we got to find this. So this is the two guys wake. Wake surfing? What do you call that? Yeah, wake. Yeah, wake surfing. And uh, it's a lot more fun than like wakeboarding because wakeboarding you're going about 150 miles an hour, and when you crash, it's like instant death. Like these idiots jumping off the boat. What's that again? Wakeboarding. Wakeboarding. Okay. That's like, yeah, you crash on that, and you just skip across the water like a stone. But when you when you crash and wake surfing, you just sort of sink. 
and it's easy. It doesn't because it's going slower. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some fairly traumatic uh, water skiing crashes. Never got get in any of the slalom. Or, right, right. I, I, I'm, I'm disadvantaged like, at uh, skateboarding style. It seems like the water skiing and the wakeboarding are sort of out of fashion now. It's all about the wake surfing. Yeah, and you got to have like a really expensive boat to create that wake, right? Yeah, well now, and you wait, you you fill water bags so the boat rides lower. And you oh, get a little okay. deeper wake for that reason. Okay. Uh, it's fun and it's it's. It's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's like basically, especially if you're holding on to the rope, basically anybody could do it because it isn't like high speed. It's just, you just sort of, it's just sort of balance. Anybody could do it. Well, you made a, a serious claim here on the basi- podcast. Basically. basically ba- okay. So it was qualified. There's a disclaimer there. If you can water ski or ride a bike or something, you could probably do this. Okay. Well, do you remember the uh, parachuter that crashed his plane purposefully to get views? Yeah. That that was an interesting story. I think story. he's going to jail. Is he? Because yeah. that's a no-no. Well, yeah, there's all kinds of federal aviation laws that he broke and could have killed people. Kind of like the boat, but like less, uh, the boat was <laughs> yeah. l- l- less high stakes. The, yeah, yeah. the airplane was higher stakes. It could have flown all the way to California and right. l- killed some people in San Francisco. Or, or I don't know. Could have land, yeah, could have landed on a house or a playground or... Two really tall buildings. Possibly <laughs> injured innocent children while they were being indoctrinated. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he could have knocked three buildings down with that one plane. With that one plane, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'll try to find a, a link to this, some stories on this. these uh, two wake surfers losing their boat and the parachuter. I'm sure we can find the parachuter. We might have a hard time with the other two guys. <clears throat> the but, parachuter uh, guy was in the news recently because I think is he got sentenced... Okay. To jail. And the other guys, we could probably find them. I'm, I'm sure okay. it's out there. Well, the reason I'm talking about this, of course, is because it's on Zero Hedge, our favorite um, mm-hmm. optimistic news source. <laughs> and uh, I wonder if this, uh, if their story here will lead to more or less incidences of jumping out of the boat, hitting the moving water. Right. Basically, uh, um. What they're saying is that hitting water like that from a moving boat is like hitting concrete after jumping down from multiple stories up. So, well, like, yeah, you got to realize that water is not safe. And those some of those boats go really, really fast. Yeah, really fast. Well, not yeah. Not only that, the water is dangerous. Right. And um, the 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 <laughs> the article here makes a funny statement experts said yeah i yeah. love it when the experts say but the experts, experts say, said that we're even wearing a life jacket while jumping out of a moving boat would not prevent instant death <laughs> because I, people are hitting the water at high rates of speed with soaring risks of breaking their neck i wonder if so with the with the record-breaking winter in utah that the rivers and lakes are running high Lake Powell has risen like a hundred feet mm-hmm. or something. I wonder if you it's know. It's got to be a good year for this. <clears throat> we're kind of entering the prime Lake Powell season yeah. here in July, and it's hot down there. I wonder if we're going to hear about more accidents, just because there's more water, which means more people are going to go. And yeah, maybe we'll need to have some laws passed to solve all these problems <laughs> that have existed since the beginning <laughs> well, of time. Well, and Lake Powell is kind of infamous for being a uh, uh, lots of accidents because people go down there and they. Combine two things that shouldn't be combined: alcohol and high-speed watercraft. Yeah, and water in general. And, I mean, and brick and, and stone walls. Yeah, that line the, <laughs> the lake. It's got it's got the trifecta. <clears throat> the um, 
No, plenty of, plenty of people have died just because of alcohol and water. I mean, that's that's a combination that can often lead to death. Uh, famously, Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys passed because he drowned because he was drinking while he was out on a boat. And I don't mm-hmm. think it was high speed stuff. You know, you just if you're drunk, you're not a good swimmer apparently. Right. right. And I, I think there's been several other celebrities that have died that way. But I can't remember them off the top of my head. I did want to just say, though, I do know a kid from high school that I went to school with as, as an, uh, a younger adult. He broke his neck uh, kiting on one of those rafts. What do they call them that they pull behind a, a boat? Those, like, those rafts, the, like the wake rafts, I don't know what they call them. Yeah, like the big tubes or the yeah, ba- banana boats yeah. or whatever they call them now. Yeah, it was a. It was one of those situations I think where, because the idea, and I've been on one of these rafts before behind somebody on a boat. The game is that they want to, to splash you down and knock you yeah, off the raft. That's right. if you get on the raft, that's the idea. Right. Don't ever get on the raft if you don't want to suffer a a, a right. serious wreck, because right. that's the game. They're trying to knock you off the right. And some of these will get kiting. They'll 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 literally get up in the air, eighteen twenty right. feet. And uh, this kid got out of, ended up out of the raft at a high, uh, at a height uh, commensurate with breaking his neck. And he hit, he hit the water, broke his neck. He had to have a halo as a young father. If you don't know what he paralyzed. No, I think he's still, he's still moving, but they put him in a halo. Um, If you're not aware of what a halo is, that's where they put they they sink bolts into your forehead <laughs> okay yeah and your and your crown all the way around your head and put a um as permanently as they can they attach a uh shoulder pads to you and then they suspend your head mm-hmm. between your shoulder your you know they suspend your 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 head with the halo so that your right. neck can can uh, heal itself and not move. Yeah, that would be and be at the right height. That'd be a. That would be really tough to be in. Yeah, if like you, for all kinds of reasons. Yeah, you don't want to end up in a halo. Well, it's just another reason not to own a boat. <laughs> Besides that, they're expensive and a lot of upkeep. Right. So I've got a question for you. Okay. Okay. Maybe for our listeners. Now that we've gone through the public service announcement, this is the Mind Virus Show. It is July 10th. I'm Jordan Bruno. I'm Bobby Flood. And take it away, Bobby. What do, what well, do you got? Well, I've got a question, and uh, maybe, Jordan, you can answer this. Maybe our listeners who, um, I don't know if we're supposed to say this, but I now know what a few of our listeners look like, and uh, they There know, might be some angry listeners out there that didn't get invited. Well, they know what I look like now, and I let a lot of people down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you if we ever met people, I would let them You'd down. You'd be disappointed. But um, maybe some of them can chime in, but I've got a question for you. Is this podcast, is the Mind Virus podcast Q adjacent or Q anon tinged? I think it's Q foundation. <laughs> it's Q foundational. Like Q started here or we, we originated the conspiracy theory. No, I wish we did because maybe then we could. We're the I, granddaddies. You know what I think? I, I so where that's coming from is uh, this movie, which neither of us have seen yet. This movie called Sound of Freedom has come out, and maybe one of these days we'll go see it and review it. But it's a it's a story about uh, anti uh, p- people who are involved in uh, 
trying to stop human trafficking, especially child trafficking. Yeah, isn't it centered around Tim <clears throat> Ballard and... Um, yes, Operation Underground, Underground Railroad. Railroad, which yeah. is the organization. It's a real guy, like this, based on true events. Right, and and uh, it's just really, um, you just, you, you know you can always count on the corporate media to just come through and really represent the uh, the truth, the objective truth, and the really the uh, it really reflect the mind of the uh, average American. Uh, let me give you an example here. So the the uh, Rolling Stone magazine, not the band. Okay, we can, you know ro- right. Rolling the band <laughs> is the distinct. Rolling Stones plural. Yep. The magazine is Rolling Stone singular and it used to cover music i don't know if they still do um but uh and they used to be sort of counterculture anyway rolling stone this is their <laughs> I, love, I love this headline this is their headline <laughs> this is on twitter review sound of freedom the QAnon tinged thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of a conspiracy addled boomer yeah, I'm looking at this right now. This <laughs> so, is. So listen, <laughs> I read the article. It doesn't. Oh, you it read does, the article. It does. I read the Zero Hedge article that it was does nothing, talking about it. It doesn't review the film at all. It's just. It's like. It's like they they went on to Chat GPT and said, Chat GPT, write an eighth grade level uh, review about QAnon or something like that. And it's just. It's so bad. It's so terrible. And and if so, and then uh, the Washington Post. Here's the Washington Post's article uh, headline: "Sound of Freedom, the low-budget film about child sex trafficking, almost topped the box office on July 4th." <laughs> it did. It did top the box office, but never mind. But its star. This is back to wa- the Washington Post. But its star, Jim Cavazil, has linked it to the QAnon movement. How, how do you say? I would have said Cavizel. How Do we know how to pronounce uh, his name? Cavizel sounds right. What did I say? Cavizel? Cavizel or something? I think something? it's Cavizel. Is it? I don't know that for sure. I don't, I, I'm asking an honest I question think, here. I think, I've, I've, I think you're right. That if sounds If I say Cavizel, it's not because I'm trying to force my pronunciation on you. But, but. he's not... He's he's not linked it to the QAnon movement. And let's let's back up even one more step there. There really is no QAnon movement it's just sort of this ambiguous thing. Yeah, that sort of kind of faded away on January 6th because the whole QAnon movement was saying Trump was going to get back in office. The Q, so I had never heard of Q <clears throat> until after the um, pandemic shutdowns. Someone, I don't know where I heard of it. Some, I don't know if it's Twitter or if someone said, have you heard Q, about QAnon? I'm like, I don't know what that is. So I did a little homework and it turns out it, was, it goes clear back into 2015 or 2016. And it originated, if I'm remembering my uh, QAnon history, it originated with tweet, not tweets, but uh, postings on like an anonymous message board dealing with Hillary Clinton, like she was going to be locked up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, it kind of spiraled from there. <laughs> By was, the way, this movie had a budget of $14 million. It's grossed already $41 million. Yeah. So and and fourteen million is a lot of money to make a movie with if you uh, don't need to pay your stars sixty or 50, seventy million dollars like a lot of the big A list movies do, and I haven't seen it so I can't comment on the craftsmanship of the film I can't comment on any of that yet so I'm not going to but it's just odd that 
these so-called reviews, and if and there's other people have compiled lists of similar headlines from the mainstream, and it's clear that the talking points were sent out, right? It's incredibly oh, yeah. dangerous to our democracy. This cue a non-tinged film, like what? What is right. that? What is what? What's what degree of, of QAnon classifies as tinging? Is it just like yeah? <laughs> So and by the, that's Canada. That's Canada and worldwide. So U.S. and Canada, uh, forty-one million. Yeah, and it's it's just been open a, a week. In contrast, uh, Indiana Jones had a budget of two hundred ninety-four million. It grossed. It's so far grossed two forty-nine worldwide. So it hasn't yet broken even. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's got to go much farther than its budget to break even, right? Because of the marketing and stuff. Right. And we're talking about Indiana Jones, which has... This uh, is the dial of destiny. 50 years of uh, marketing clout behind it. Yeah. I, is the <clears throat> dial of wokestry. I've yeah. heard that it's a re... A lot of people are making comparisons because, you know, the movies are out the same weekend and the one's flopping, the other, and it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for for all intents and purposes, Indiana Jones should just blow it away. If it was even close to as good as, and I'm not saying it was great, but Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mm-hmm. should have grossed 400 million already. Um, it's Indiana Jones, right? One of the great all time franchises that Disney is, seems hell bent on ruining, just ruining. like they like they're trying to do with. I think they're rewriting, like they're changing the character, kind of like they they damaged Han Solo in the later movies. They made him out to be an idiot. Well, they killed him. Not only that, but they made him look like an idiot. And, <laughs> right. And like he they, he and Leia got married and he was a, a jerk and right. he ruined their marriage. Right. Or he, uh, he, he was a, a well, cuck. And, kind of, what was the word? Uh, cuck? What's a cuck? Well, cuck is the husband of a cheating wife. Oh, okay. I don't, so I don't think that was because Leia would have never cheated. They kind of made it look like he, just a he let her walk all over him. Or yeah. Something. And he just. Which was not the way that well, the, three, yeah. the first three set it up. The first three set it up to be like. Hey, this is a pretty it's a power kicking he- heterosexual relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you got well, Han Solo. If you're a franchise character, nobody out there is for real. But if you're a franchise character <laughs> and you're a strong white male, like a James Bond or a Han Solo or a Junior Indiana Junior Jones, Indiana, what's the dog's name? <laughs> That's my very bad. Uh, Sean Connery. We named the dog Indiana. But if you're one, you are named after the dog. (laughs) If you're that, if you're that, uh, you you stand. Your your days are numbered. Oh yeah. I mean, they've tried to. No, Han Solo is the only guy in the galaxy, cool enough, macho enough, man enough to to man up and marry Princess Leia, Princess of the Rebellion. She kicked Darth Vader's. Even if Luke was not her uh, brother, Luke was never the man Han was. Luke was whiny and Han was always going to get the girl. Oh, I don't want to fight the dark side. And and he sort of progressed, right? And that's why we love Luke Skywalker. Because by the time of Return of the Jedi, he was he was pretty cool. But Han was always the the heartthrob. Oh yeah, always. He was always the charmer. You know, I love you. I know. (laughs) <laughs> one of the greatest lines in history, right? I know. Absolutely. Have you heard Mark Hamill do impressions of Harrison Ford? It's funny. I have. As much as I don't like Mark Hamill's... Uh, politics. Politics. Yeah. He's a talented voice oh, actor. Oh, incredibly talented. Uh, Bobby Flood <clears throat> has modeled his uh, 
voice acting career on Mark Hamill's career. I have no career. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it's just funny to watch the mainstream press is just, they're just screaming. They're so mad about this film, Sound of Freedom. And I, no one can figure out why. Why are you guys so mad about it? I think we can figure out why. Well, yeah, sure. But, (laughs) but there's no overt reason. Why are you mad about this film? It's a small independent film. The worst thing they could do is scream about it in their uh, headlines, and then people go watch. I it. think it's kind of becoming uh, it's 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 benefiting from the Barbara Streisand effect, here. right? And so now that makes it makes you wonder. And I've seen people float this idea that the whole that Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad is a psyop, and I don't. I'm open to those ideas, but I don't know what would be the point. Is it to distract us or to make us think there there's progress being made? Um, is it like the the CIA coming out and saying, "Yeah, we had a big drug drug bust. We uh, confiscated ten thousand pounds of cocaine, while also making sure a hundred million pounds was distributed." You know, the like the quiet part. I I don't know what would be the know. point of a psyop bringing attention to child trafficking. Rather rather than doing something about it, you give your money to Tim Ballard, and then it goes into a black hole. Yeah, but it's I, it's, I don't, it's a movie ticket yeah. and they're giving away a lot of movie tickets. Yeah. I'm not buying it. I, I I've actually been to an, an operation underground railroad fundraiser. And while I thought it was kind of over the top, they, they needed to try to get people to give money. You well, know? And it's been around for a while. This isn't something new. Yeah. I, I didn't, get, I didn't get, I didn't get the vibe that these people were like in on it or evil or right, whatever. Right. I think, I think it's legitimate. Now, is it the best thing you can do to support them to, to support uh, the fight against child trafficking. I don't know. That's, you know, that's between you and God, but I, I didn't get a bad feeling about him. And um, I think that this, the, the conspiratorial powers that rule the world or that rule our, you know, uh, the United States or Western civilization or whatever, because at the top, it's always oligarchy anywhere and it's always corrupt. So, but I'm talking about the Western the mm-hmm. Western groups. Number one, I think it's nuanced. You know, a lot of people will uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cast aspersions on, look down upon, denigrate, poo-poo, uh, thumb their nose at the idea of conspiracy at the highest levels and corruption at the highest levels. And um, They'll say, yeah, for everybody to be in on it, you know, it could, it's just not possible to keep a secret like that. And it's like, no, 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 you're, you're thinking of the movie version of mm-hmm. conspiracy. Sure. We're talking about the real version where there are groups vying for power and certain, certain things leak out and they expose each other from time to time. And there's a lot of hubris. And I think that mm-hmm. they may just be stupid enough to have, have literally done the Barbara Streisand thing to... When I think, to the movie because it's getting a lot of traction. I'm hearing about it from a lot of people. Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of these bobbleheads in the press and uh, on news shows, you know, nightly news shows and Sunday morning talk shows. I, I use that word intentionally. You, you know what a bobblehead is, right? You ever gotten a oh, free yeah. bobblehead at like a baseball game? Yeah, and, the, and they just you move them and their head just kind of rocks and rolls. Yeah, they're awesome, and they're just sort of they're cartoonish. They're just they're yeah, that's what these news people are, and and. I don't think many of them, you know, because some people say, well, you'd have to buy off every news anchor, every television host. No, you don't. You just give them a narrative. They're just dumb. Yeah. And they repeat what's in front of them. As we've demonstrated over and over on this show, like 
it's incredibly dangerous to our democracy. Right. They all read that as if it was their original words, and they were speaking very somberly. Oh, with, with inflection, with <laughs> right. emphasis. You see all these variations. Incredibly dangerous for our democracy. Incredibly oh, yeah. dangerous to our democracy. It's incredibly dangerous to our democracy. You see this meme here? Yeah, I saw that. That's, yeah, it's the yeah. NPCs, and they're all saying... The sound of freedom is QAnon. No, they're saying the sound of freedom is QAnon. <clears throat> right. And and we've seen that with some of the funny ones, like the the names of the people in the plane crash. And well, uh, fortunately, you know, Rolling Stone's getting roasted over this on Twitter. Yeah, so is the Washington Post. So is yeah. some of these other publications. I think the Guardian had a similar headline, and you know, just all the all the normal the normal things. I mean, apparent, according, to, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's a pretty dang good movie, you know? Yeah, 99% audience score. And even on the critics 8.7. 75% on the critics yeah, side. It gets an 8.7 8, on uh, IMDb, which has been known to promote liberal movies mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. To, to remove reviewers and... Like they did that with Little Mermaid, wasn't it? Little Mermaid that they... Uh, the, recent itera- <laughs> the recent iteration yeah, of Little, the live Mer- Little Mermaid. Yeah, the cartoon one will always be the real... Right, Little Mermaid, but well, the real Little Mermaid is a is a Hans Christian folk Anderson tale, and I think doesn't she end up just uh, re, you know uh, not fulfilling her bargain with the sea witch, and she ends up dissolving into sea foam. It doesn't have the happy ending. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a it's a Hans Christian Anderson tale. A lot of those old folk tales had really dark endings, or or just they were just dark. I mean, Hansel and Gretel is like a witch kills and eats kids. Yeah. Which is interesting because uh, well, they were uh, told to to warn to to sober up the children. That's right. the idea. You should tell them these fairy tales, and that's why the word is is it. I want to say that's why the word grim means grim today because uh, maybe the fairy oh, well, tales I thought it was were a so name. grim. Wasn't that a name? Yeah, but it's the brothers Grimm. But isn't that wasn't that just their name? Yeah, but that's why grim oh, is grim. Did, uh, may, I don't know. Isn't it? I'm going to look that up. You, you <laughs> talk to the listeners. I'll see if that's. I was going backwards there. Um, here's some, here's some, uh, here's some future, uh, here's a future Rolling Stone headline that I came up with. Yes, human trafficking exists. Yes, human trafficking exists. Here's why that's a good thing. Rolling Stone, probably. Um, here's one. Cluster bombs are healthcare. And then I asked, uh, I said to Rolling Stone, I said, was Monsters, Inc. also a QAnon-tinged thriller about child trafficking designed to appeal to the conscience of a conspiracy-addled boomer? Uh, Monsters, Inc. was uh, as much about child trafficking as probably Sound of Freedom is. Yeah. I mean, think about the themes in, in mm-hmm. Monsters, Inc. What did, what, what's the whole idea? Like, this, this society, which is run by a conspiratorial big bad guy the boss man right the, the mr the water president, News, the president yeah runs an operation to scare the hell out of children that scares kids and harvests their fear into power yeah and, and that runs the society and yeah and uh you know it's done in sort of a light-hearted way but if you really look at it it's like this is dark and then, of course, they uh, they flip the script, and then they they power the society off of children's laughter, which they find is a lot more powerful. But it's in, and interesting. Some people have likened it to the harvesting of adrenochrome or things like that. But uh, well, yeah, we don't know what the intent was of the authors of that. If right. it were a metaphor, right? Well, by the way, uh, Grim, uh, I'm not so lucky to. Uh, <laughs> to have been right about my 
ideas on the word grim. Grim is from Old English. Grim, meaning fierce, cruel, savage, severe, dire, painful, etc. From Proto-Germanic, grima, possibly Old Norse grimmer. Like grima worm, worm tongue? Per, perhaps that's why uh, <laughs> Tolkien used that. Anyway, um, maybe maybe it's the reverse. Maybe the brothers Grimm got their name because their fairy tales were maybe, maybe grim, they... grim, savage, cruel, uh, dire, painful. Mm-hmm. And so uh, <clears throat> we don't know. But uh, and I apologize if my voice sounds a little raspy today on the podcast. I um, yelled a lot at my job, and that's part of what I do. Part at my of your job. job is yelling. Yeah. Not in any. So you're so good at podcasting. I, I wasn't angry. I just I have to speak outside to young people. Okay, you're giving too much away there. I thought you worked on Wall, a, Wall Street or something. I'm a drag. I'm a drag. Story time drag hour whatever they read it. I'm a. I'm a. You're a drag. I'm a street, story time reader. I'm a drag street protester. Story time hour. So I go on the street with a sandwich board, which is a, a female sandwich board, and I tell stories okay. at As the top a male? of my voice. Yeah. You get paid by the Soros regime for this, right? Is this <laughs> now we're understanding where the money comes from? Yeah, me and George, we're buddies. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about today? Well, maybe that's good enough. I mean, we're half hour. We're, <laughs> we're half hour in. I just think it's funny how some some of this stuff is so blatant, right? Like the the uh, why why what's so objectionable to a movie about this very real issue in the world? Apparently, it's a really good movie. Yeah, and if you don't like it, that's fine. Like like criticize it or praise it on its merits, right? Is it well written? Is it well acted? Is it is there are the is the cinematography good? Is the set design good? There's a lot of things we can criticize a movie over the subject matter of movies rarely is the thing that people get angry about like people, no one says like, i can't believe you made a movie about the titanic a movie about the ark like, of the covenant yeah yeah you you can heaven forbid you can criticize titanic but nobody's like thinking how dare you bring attention to the titanic sinking <laughs> it's like yeah. you know criticize that movie for whatever you want or uh, like Avatar, which we've ha- talked about. Like, I don't know what the subject matter of that film is, but... The Way of the Water? Did you ever see it? <laughs> no. Okay, well, you, you're not required to. But but, but it's just odd that, that they aren't really coming after the movie on its merits. They're just coming after it on the very fact that it exists. Well, so the, the Zero Hedge article shedding light on the fact that Rolling Stone gets slammed over... Um, their article is titled, quote, why do you support child trafficking? End quote. Rolling Stone slammed yeah. over negative sound of Freedom Review. This is literally what people out there, I mean, you give people a voice like on Twitter and they're, and they're going to tell you what they really think. And that's what people really think. And, and it, right. it's amplified via the social media networks, and, right. at least on Twitter. I think it was the Washington Post article. I read that too. And the woman that wrote it was like, Basically, her take was, I'm the only smart person in this room. These are all idiots who think based on a true story is literal. And do they not know that movies are moving pictures projected on a screen? Do they even not know this? Like, that's the attitude she takes. And it's like, it's just, do they think like, yeah, we know based on a true story, there's liberties. Okay. There's the pursuit of happiness starring Will Smith. 
Based on a true story. Based on a true story. That it's, we know it's not literal, and we know this one isn't literal. Right. Quantum but, of Solace, based on a true story. <clears throat> but that's the, yeah, Star Wars, based on a true story. No, no, no. I think literally Quantum of Solace was based on a true story, but or, or projection of future true story. <laughs> right. That's where the bad guys are tying up all the water supplies. Well, that's, yeah, or Independence Day is based on a future... Future event. <laughs> based on future events. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a movie based on future events. Have you, seen, have you ever seen anybody do that based on future events? I don't the day know. after tomorrow, they probably said that. Probably, <laughs> we got to we got to see if that's been done yet because we we've got some you've got something there based on future events based on the day after tomorrow. Um, I'll bet it's been done because it's hard to find things that haven't. But that would be a great podcast name too, based on future events. And Maybe that'll theme, be the title there, of this. There, there's been episode. some there's been some talk of uh, you know there's been a little more alien talk recently, but the 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 mainstream corporate press right they they've just the the war the lines in the sand are so deep at this point that it's pretty obvious like who's who yeah which team you're on right you have to say that you have to say that you, right. yeah there, nobody's surprised that Rolling Stone or Washington Post is saying uh, Sound of Freedom is a QAnon tinged yeah but they don't they also don't have to say anything boomer you, porn you, you want you want this movie to disappear then don't bring it up at all. Well, that was the Ron Paul treatment, right? Yeah, they disappeared Ron Paul. It's odd because so they have these absurd headlines and they get lots of engagement and lots of clicks and they get, they get a bunch of people like us. Like I'm not mad about the headline. I think it's hilarious and I think I kind of just shake my head. I'm like, it's sort of like the Todd Budge quote. Um, I think we brought this up. I don't remember. Todd Budge is in the presiding bishopric of the LDS oh, church. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay, yeah. And he was quoted yeah, okay. by the Wall Street Journal recently saying, it's not an accurate quote. It wasn't ever meant to be an accurate, or not accurate quote. It's not an accurate statement. It was never meant to be an accurate statement. It was meant to say, we don't think we need to fill out this box. He was talking about text. Right, so, and we're, and we're like, so you mean it's a lie. <laughs> right, and it's just so obvious and blatant. That's kind of how the mainstream press is. It's just like, they're out there just saying, we know you're going to get mad about this, and we know mm-hmm. you're going to bombard us on Twitter and we don't care because you're stupid and we're right and you're wrong and you're helping our bottom line by uh, goosing our social media engagement and our sponsors are happy about that or something. So a conspiracy addled boomer, you know, I don't even know what that is. That's like clinging to their guns and their religion. I mean, that's, that's fighting words, right? That's the, that's the stuff you put up in the locker room to inspire the team against the other team. But here's what is, what's the conspiracy that they're talking about? Well, child trafficking. Does child trafficking exist? Well, uh, as we know from essentially all of the propaganda from the last 50 years, if, if you say the word conspiracy... It means false. It means false, right? And what's, what's funny is I've heard kids talking about conspiracy before, and, and rather than saying, you know, oh, that's a crazy conspiracy theory, they'll say, that's a crazy conspiracy. It's been right. shortened from right. conspiracy theory to Theory's conspiracy. Been, been dropped. Yeah. yeah. And so now conspiracy means crazy. Right. If you say the word conspiracy, you're crazy. So conspiracy addled boomer, if we, if we're, if we want to be literal, like she uh, or he uh, and accuses us of. Who, at the Rolling Stone or at uh, Washington <laughs> I don't, I don't Post? remember which one. It doesn't one. even matter. They're but, all the same. But like 
what is what in the film or what about its subject matter is somehow QAnon or false or non-existent? Did they link? Uh, we got to go see the movie, I guess, there's, because I did they link? Nothing, did they link it to like the Biden administration or to Disneyland or to? I, like I think the, it. I think it. I think it centers on one or two specific operations that Ballard was involved in. Uh, is and it I the president even, of Mexico? Is it? Is it the president I, of Austria? I don't know. But when when you talk about QAnon related stuff, when it comes to trafficking, you're getting into territory like. Pizzagate and uh, John Podesta emails, which are very suspicious <laughs> things, and John Podesta artwork and John Podesta which is the Clinton, and his brother, the Clinton crime syndicate, essentially. right? And and a lot of weird things, and maybe some audio recordings, and and you get into stuff where Q comes in. I don't even know because Q was Q was like very cryptic, and so a lot of people who liked the Q posts would tie his very vague mm-hmm. cryptic posts and sayings and words to whatever. And in some ways, I some really clever, interesting stuff that I was like, yeah. that's fun. That's you know, a lot of if fun. If we really wanted to talk Q history, we should get one of our listeners on. You met him this week, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Montana. He read every Q post in its original source. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's got an interesting. Well, uh, I, I'm. He's got an interesting take on it. I would love to do that because there's because there's Q, there's Q. What Q said, and then there's what everybody else said. Right. Q said right, or how they interpreted it. Yeah, and how it was interpreted. And that some of the interpretations are, are really interesting and fun. They're fun. I had a lot of fun because I reviewed. Like I said, I didn't know anything about Q until 2020, and so I kind of was going backwards. And at the time with the pandemic and the election year, there was still a lot of people making Q-tinged, <laughs> Q-tinged. <laughs> content on YouTube. And then YouTube, there was a huge purge in the spring or summer of 2020. And those accounts got nuked, just yeah. obliterated. Oh, yeah. It was like the planet you guys and, don't, Andor. You guys don't realize how much the internet has changed in the last 10 years and how much content is missing. Right. It's gone, said, erased what, from existence. You used to be able to Google search and get, and you go, you could go into the hundreds, right. the, the page one hundred, page two hundred. You could get, you could see the millions of results. Now it just cuts off at forty. They won't give you the content. What's the planet that gets blown up in Star Wars? I said Andor, Al- Alderaan, Alderaan. I see. I mixed Alderaan. up Alderaan and Endor, where the Ewoks came. Yeah, the from. Ewoks didn't get blown up. That was right. where the new Death Star was hidden. Right. Yeah. But um, the Star Wars fans out there are just screaming at Mr. Flood. Get look, it right. Looking back, I think Q was AI. I think it's an AI bot. Looking back now, how far AI has come in, in the last like six months. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering if it's AI. Because a lot of people are like, who is Q? A lot of people would say it was a COINTELPRO team. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, think, I still think that it was part of it. it was, but it was AI unleashed by uh, COINTEL, CIA, yeah. or Homeland Security, I want, I want, whatever. You, you may be right, but they, they just didn't post very much. Like I, I think the purpose, one of the ways they've used AI in the last 10 years that we haven't been aware of is astroturfing comments. Like what, if you want to like pull your hair out, go read the comments on KSL, mm-hmm. the local communist rag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any story, go read it. And it's like, where did all these crazy statist left people come from. Right. I think those are part of a CIA troll farm, which could be run by AI. You Utah know? data center. There was a, there was an account on Twitter. Did we talk about this last week? 
I don't remember she, uh, if it's if it's if it was the podcast before today. <laughs> I don't remember. There was a, a Twitter account which was saying crazy things like uh, in the wake of the affirmative action uh, ruling, this woman, because that's the, the the gender of the account, was a woman. She said like quote, black people will never be able to achieve anything on their merits. Like this are really blatantly. <laughs> Somebody actually said that? Yeah, and she's, she was arguing in favor On of, Twitter? Yeah, in favor uh, how of many, affirmative action. I and, hope she got flamed oh, by she, all the black people in the world. She got hammered, but then people are like, this account is strange. It's strange. Oh, so they started looking into and what she'd posted Elon, in other places? Elon Musk got involved and said, we've nuked that account. It was AI. It was 100% AI. Wow. Because no, nobody in their right mind would ever say that. Well, the New York Times did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me find you the New York Times headline while I'm still talking. Well, about I, I really do think that we should, we should think, this, think about this going back to say 2012, 2013, 14-ish. Because you know, this is when the these were the formative years of the internet, and it was kind of later on in the in the whole freedom thing. Like we we had a free internet there for like ten years, you know, mm-hmm. or even before that, but up till maybe twenty fifteen ish. And I think you started to see the influence operations. Uh, somebody who did a really good expose on how the U.S. government is involved in these types of influence operations was Millennial Millie. And she did her Shadowgate series of documentaries. Mm-hmm. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put a link to those on the website and get us further banned from uh, the internet. But uh, she she has some whistleblowers and um, she herself went through some uh, crazy stuff. Like the day she was going to release Shadowgate... Um, the cops came to her home to try to arrest her for domestic violence. Something weird. Right, right. Yeah, and fortunately right she got it out. Right in front of her kids right, and everything. Yeah, it was, like, it was like crazy stuff. Like her mom had turned her in for breaking a cell phone or something three months ago. Right, And, and they, right. they come over the day that they're releasing the documentary and try to throw her in jail. Uh And then, then, then we had that crazy video that you thought, you know, that that admitting the admission by the army yeah, intelligence thought, operations that, that you thought it was, thought it was a fake parody yeah, <laughs> where they were talking about how they, they were bragging right. about all this stuff that they'd done. Right. Um, yeah. So I think you really ought to look back on what, what you've seen on the internet. We, we, we have to detach our minds from a lot of the peer pressure and a lot of the, uh, if, we're, if we're searching for the actual reality, right? because what we have experienced has probably been colored dramatically, not only by AI, but, teams of people working against the public consciousness trying to trying to push us into certain ideas. Well, if you think about the AI we have access to as consumers, what do they have access to in these co-intel uh, operations? It's probably 10 years ahead of what we've got. At least 10 years. I mean, uh, and and there <clears throat> you can just go back and look at the consp- the list of conspiracy theories that have come true. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example, Area 51. Like cell phones are listening to us. Yeah. All those things have been ad- not only proven, but admitted. So here's the New York Times. Okay. What June 29th, <clears throat> 2023. <clears throat> the New York Times. We're not, are we going to link to this? You're going to have to send me a link because I don't know. Uh, we can. It. We don't have to. It's the New York Times. Okay. So, so we're not going to link to this. 
uh, it's you on have, their Twitter. You account. have to go find it on their Twitter. The account. New York Times breaking. Okay, yeah, let's. Okay, if it's on Twitter, link. link send me a copy. Send breaking news: The Supreme Court rejected affirmative action at Harvard and UNC. The major ruling curtails race-conscious college admissions in the U.S. All but ensuring that elite institutions become whiter and more Asian and less black and Latino. So they basically are because saying because you blacks and Latinos are so stupid, you'll never get in now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unbelievable headline. Yeah. By the way, I have some somewhat breaking news. Remember, we we've touched on the story of David Levitt, the uh, former Utah County Attorney. Yeah. Text me that tweet while you're thinking of it, and so uh, I have to ask you later. And. Uh, he bought a castle in Scotland. Remember, uh, we fam- famously arranged uh, a little child trafficking for his family by uh, offering to sell right. uh, Indian buffalo in Ukraine, Montana buffalo. So I I I found that story again um, on the local Fox thirteen, written by a guy named Adam Herberts, who we've referred yeah, to on Herbets Herbets and. Uh, I tagged him on Twitter and I said, uh, let me just find it here. I want to get it right. Did he reply? He did. Oh, this is, this is awesome. I mean, usually. Yeah, because I tagged him before and I didn't <clears throat> didn't get anything. Um, okay. I, uh, the listeners are patiently waiting. So, yeah, I found it. I, I found the story again, the original story. Fox 13 investigates. Video raises questions about Utah County attorney. <clears throat> so I said, I'd love to know two things about the story. And I tagged Erd- Adam at Erd- Adam Herbets. One, did Ukraine ever get the buffalo? Two, whatever happened to the child? And bonus, is it weird that Levitt now lives in a Scottish castle? <laughs> he didn't answer the bonus question, but he said, <clears throat> he said, uh, one, which the, the question was, did Ukraine ever get the buffalo? Uh-huh. So he says, not, uh-huh. not sure. At the time of recording, no, possibly due to pandemic or war. Okay, okay. Two, she's with Levitt. Oh, the, the <clears> child <throat> is with according to David Levitt. Yeah, according to... I thought he brokered it for some, some other family member. I don't know. Maybe, so, maybe she's in the castle. He or she, I don't know. Sounds like a fairy tale type of a... Thing. But here's what's interesting is so he walked away with the kid. It's a girl, it's a girl according to her bets. Yeah. He walked away with the kid. And they didn't get any buffalo. nobody sold. got any buffalo. So which means the people, the tribe in Montana who gave him the kid never got paid. For, for the, the transaction. For the transaction. So he stole a kid. He brokered a, a false deal or maybe it fell through. But if it falls through, don't you got to give the kid back? <laughs> If it were for anything, I mean, any other type of quote property, that would be the idea. And, and, and look, this this is out in the open. This is based on a video interview of Levitt. This isn't some leaked document. No, he bragged about it. That is textbook human trafficking. That's trafficking. What he did, he bought a ch- a child. He bought a human Ho- with Ho- promises that he never delivered. Hopefully, on. this child is not playing the role of Cinderella. Well, unfortunately, in, over there in Scotland right now. The the added, you know, an added dimension to this is Levitt uh is implicated in some very sinister stuff and so badly that he left the country. <laughs> well, and when the Utah County Sheriff said, "Hey, we're investigating some uh child 
trafficking, trafficking allegations. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. They called it sexual <clears throat> ritual abuse or satanic ritual abuse. Levitt but, came out unprovoked and said, I am not a cannibal. I am not involved in this. And everyone's like, nobody said you were. Yeah, he was never mentioned. Nobody said you were. He wasn't in the report that the sheriff talked about. It's yeah. very suspicious. And now he's out of the country. Well, he lost castle. the election. Yeah, he did. But anyway, that was a little mm. follow-up there. I still have these questions. Okay, now. I think that's awesome that he, uh, the reporter responded to you. I think this reporter, I mean, it's hard to know, right? I think this guy, Adam Herbitz, I think he tries to do a good job as an investigative reporter. I think he tries to do the right thing. And that doesn't mean I agree with him or not. I don't know what, what his politics are. Well, it, but he did. He scratches at some things that some other reporters yeah. are unwilling to. And what's the deal? Is is Levitt just so low level that they... that somebody green lighted him going after him like yeah sure it's yeah i, I mean mike this, mike levitt's long gone he's done his damage nobody cares about the utah county attorney maybe that guy's crazy or, maybe or, maybe he has some personality defects i mean if he came out and held a press conference the next day and maybe it's maybe there's other guys that are going to take the fall but they said you got to get out of here i i don't know i mean this video there's a story back there the video of him talking about this story it's it's not some leaked cell phone video either. It's a professional interview. Yeah. And he was just open about it. Yeah. We went up to Montana and I said, I'll give you some, uh, an opportunity to sell some Buffalo to Ukraine. I, I know the former president, old Lashenko, and uh, we'll get you, uh, we'll, we'll sell the Buffalo over there. I think his quote was like, you have Buffalo. They want Buffalo. They have money. You want money. I want your kid. You know, it's like... <laughs> So Lushenko's the president <clears throat> of Belarus, by the way, right? I don't know. I'm, Are you improving here? He knew the president. I think the one that the government, U.S. government, installed after 2014. Lukashenko, president of Belarus. Yeah. So it could be Lushenko. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I don't know. But the story's still out there. You could we could link to it, or you could just Google like Levitt Fox 13 Buffalo deal or something. Fox 13 investigates video raises questions about Utah County attorneys. It's loading, loading. The former U- president of Utah Ukraine County was attorneys U- adoption, adoption of Native American child. Um, and the video, which is posted there in full, is, is part of the evidence uh, in a human trafficking investigation into David Levitt. And that was um, June 27th, 2022. So a little more than a year ago when this broke. But yeah, um, he responded there, and so that was a little. There's a little follow up on the story because I think the story, uh, the story, garners or it, it begs. You know, people people say beg the question, and I think that's that's the wrong phrase. I think you're supposed to say raises the question. Begs the question has a very specific meaning, and everyone gets it wrong. And I once read a whole essay on it, and I don't remember any of it. But oh, okay. this whole story raises several questions that I think deserve a little bit more follow-up, but I don't know that we'll get that. By the way, speaking of presidents of Ukraine, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky has declared that they won't have any more elections until after the war. Yeah, he, yeah. he just, was... Just, just safe and effective elections and right. for their safety. Yeah, for their safety. The political party <clears throat> that he is affiliated with is titled Servant of the People. He had no prior elected office. He was an actor. He's an uh, installation, if there ever was one. Right. The guy before him was uh, Petro Poren- Por- Poroshenko, and the guy before him was Olesek- Oleksandr Turk- 
Bakunov, and that and prior to that was the guy that was deposed in the Maidan Revolution, Viktor Yanukovych. So let's so, see. I think this uh, the Poroshenko guy. I think is the one that Levitt yeah, knows. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I didn't want to associate. Uh, let's see. His name was Yanukovych with uh, Mike Levitt because he was the pro-Russian guy that. Uh, that they ousted. Yeah, well, here it is. So Levitt's story touched on the importance of family. Then it highlighted his close friendship with former Ukrainian president Viktor Yushchenko. Which one is that in your little timeline there? Oh, Yushchenko's before Yanukovych. Okay. So he was um, president until 2010, I believe. I guess he's on a first-name basis because this is a quote. <laughs> From Levitt, Victor and I have this goal of introducing Buffalo into Western Ukraine, Levitt recounted. And you're a sovereign nation and you have a Buffalo herd. This is him speaking to the Indian tribe, which I think was in Cheyenne, Northern Cheyenne. And you're a sovereign nation and you have a Buffalo herd and Ukraine is a sovereign nation and it doesn't have a Buffalo herd, but it wants one. And so (laughs) I'm here to see if we can form a bilateral agreement between the people of the Northern Cheyenne and the people of Ukraine to introduce Buffalo to Western Ukraine. Okay. And at that point, Killsback, who is the chief uh, tribal guy, was all ears, Levitt continued. And I said, that's the second reason why I'm here. The first reason why I'm here is this. We want to adopt one of your people. Levitt and said Killsback gave his blessing, but tribal social services did not. Tribal social, tribal, this is a quote from Levitt. Tribal social services looked at us and said, we're not giving you this baby. Levitt said, I just said, you know what? You are shameless. I just let her have it with both barrels. There's such a prejudice in the native community about a non-native adopting a native. Okay. Yushchenko, by the way, was the pro-Western, pro-NATO president that was voted out of office. And, and when this uh, new guy, Yanukovych, comes in, he had to be removed uh, by the Western I think coup. he was, was he the one removed in the coup in the in the, uh, the, the, the Maidan Revolution 2014. This is when all this stuff started to happen. They didn't that's they when, really didn't like they didn't really didn't like that this, this That's guy, when the US said we got to get him out of there. That yeah, that's the whole film that's, that's, Ukraine on Fire, right? Everything starts everything starts there. Yeah, so so David Levitt goes way back, way back to when, Well, I think his wife is Ukrainian. When it was safe to launder money in Ukraine. And so now this is a quote from the tribal guy. He said, listen, the Levitts are friends of the tribe. They're assets to the tribe for more than just this. That raised questions in my mind. More okay. Than, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. Is this and all then, from uh, Herbet's article yeah, on yeah, Fox 15? Then, then Levitt said, I left and five minutes later the phone rang and it was the social worker saying, I think I figured out a way to get this child to you. I want to know what that means. So, so the social worker just flip-flopped. Levitt said he took home the child that same day in 2017. Killsback. That's pretty, that's, the, that's pretty quick. That's the tribal guy. Killsback declined to comment. At the time of the 2020 interview, he was in prison for fraud in an unrelated case. Killsback. <laughs> yeah. How do you spell Killsback? Just like it sounds. Okay. So that's a, one, a descriptive name. Yeah. Stephanie Benali, a Native American specialist for Utah Foster Care, said the adoption of any Native American child raises questions about the Indian Child Welfare Act, so forth and so on. So th- this, this story, and we've covered it before, it raises a lot of questions. 
Well, oh, so many questions. And that's why David Levitt wanted to get ahead of it and said essentially nothing to I see am not here. A cannibal. I am not a cannibal. We're like, what? <laughs> this is so weird. So, so weird. Well, and there's, I think that's a thread that when tugged can unravel some really sinister stuff. By the way, as far as Bobby and I know, uh, the Levitt story is not the subject of the movie Sound of Freedom. It's not at all. <laughs> okay. But it's just an odd thing that I sort of lump into the same world because he's very, Levitt is very brazen about brokering a deal for a child that uh, he never, he bribed the tribe. Yeah. With there's promise, no other, there's the no other way to say it. War or pandemic or not, he never he apparently has he never delivered on any of that. He's never followed yeah. through, and so Western Ukraine. I would like to know: Did, did Western Ukraine? Did Ukraine really want a buffalo herd? I, I, we need. I, I mean, it would be so easy to to buy the buffalo. Buffalo, you can get buffalo <laughs> all over the country. There's buffalo farms. The, it, it's like buying, you can buy a commercial it's buffalo. It's like buying cattle. It's not that. You don't have to broker a kid in the deal. You don't need to get it from a Native American tribe. Right. You know, the, for, for us to get to the bottom of this, I think would exceed the scope and resources of the, the ownership and producers of well, the Mind Virus podcast. Maybe we could so get I Mr. Think we just on. Well, I th- possibly. Uh, somebody other than me is going to have to try to do that. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> As usual, though, we can stick to our guns and just speculate. Well, some of our listeners that we met had some ideas. Now, look, if any of you guys out there want to become our press secretary and sort of our, our what's the guy that Joe Rogan has? Jamie? What is he, the producer? He's, yeah, he lines up all the interviews. He does all the Googling. I don't does know all if the he, work? I don't know if he lines up what all the interviews. What does Joe Rogan do? Does he just, he's just Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan smokes cigars and asks questions. So I'll do that. I'll be that part of our podcast. What am I going to be like? The, the, uh, you'll be the guy you do the most of the interviewing. I'll be the guy like when Joe Rogan has like a, uh, like two guests on and one of them just sits on the side smoking pot, kind of cracking jokes now and again. I'll be that guy. I thought I'd be the Ed McMahon to the Johnny Carson. You be the Johnny Carson. I'll be the Ed McMahon. What was Ed McMahon's thing that he always said that Saturday Night Live parodied? Oh, man. Well, now I'm now I've got to look that up. But um, no, if some one of our listeners wants to start calling people or emailing people that, that they would like to see or hear on our show. Hi, Ho Silver. No, <laughs> it was like a one word thing. Um, but Here's Johnny. If you guys want to do that, uh, somebody out there wants to do that. I, that's great. We reserve the right to not have anybody on the show, but uh, if you want to try to line up interviews. Top 10 Ed McMahon quotes, just to send us off. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can finish your thought after I give you No, the... that's it, man. If, I'm just saying, if anybody out there wants to do the work for us, I, I'm not going to turn You're okay down. with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to see how good the work is, but... Sweet is the work. <laughs> Sweet is the work. Number one... Ed McMahon quote, uh, God invented whiskey to keep the Irish from ruling the world. Okay. Two, Reminds me of a Simpsons episode. Two, honesty is this, the most single most important factor. There are two mosts there. Honesty is the most single most important factor having a direct bearing on the final success of an individual corporation or product. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. I thought he was going to be fun. Ed McMahon, yeah, you can grow without destroying the things that you love. Yeah, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> it's really kind of hard to be a suburb of nothing. If you don't have a downtown, you really don't have anything. It's hard to build a community around parking lots and subdivisions. Six, golf courses sell real estate, and that's why they're built. Seven, I have learned two important lessons from my association with the Marine Corps. Always be on time and always be ready to do what is required when you get there. Eight, if you have a boat and a happy marriage, you don't need another thing. Nine, Johnny once described our relationship by saying we were as close as two people could possibly be without being married. Just don't jump out of the boat. <laughs> Number 10, the image of community the image of a community is fundamentally important to its economic well-being. If all places look alike, there's no reason to go anywhere. Come on, Ed McMahon. Here, let's go to this. Let's go Okay, to this. go ahead. This is Dana Carvey and Phil they, Hartman. They made wallpapers out of these quotes on this website. Dana Carvey as Johnny Carson. Yeah. I just realized that, that, that that's the last time I'll be saying we are back. It feels uh, feels a little weird. Yes. <laughs> that's There's what I was the Ed thinking McMahon of. Quote. It's yes. Phil Hartman as Ed McMahon, and basically okay. all he says is yes. <laughs> we'll link to that. It's a classic era. Uh, rip in peace, Phil Hartman, and uh, Dana Carvey's starting to come back a little. He was making fun of Fauci the other day. Really? Yeah. It's now fair game. Yeah, Dana Carvey, I think, has had some health issues or just laid low. I think, and he was a, he was a hot commodity there. Oh, funny guy. Really funny. Still is, does a lot of great impressions. I'm telling you, George H.W. Bush. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not going to do it. Not, not going to do, do it. it. Paper towel's good. <laughs> Air dryer, bad. Um, and Phil Hartman did a great Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. I think it was Phil Hartman that did that. Yeah. Do you remember the Intercepted by Warlords? With the, with, with the, the burgers, burgers yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got we got a link to that. Intercepted. He's like out jogging, and he does the whole. He jogs right into the McDonald's, right? <laughs> Which is something I think Bill Clinton did, or yeah. maybe he didn't jog into a McDonald's, but he, he, you know, he was lauded and and a man, as a man of the people for going to McDonald's. But when Donald Trump had McDonald's at the White House, he was oh, called all the double kinds of standard. Names. Yeah, it's the double the standards double standard. are, are just so brazen. Interesting you bring up Dana Carvey uh, starting to rip on Fauci. I just want to warn everybody, it, this, this pendulum has swung status left for a while. But watch out if it swings status right, okay? Yeah, it, it okay, because that is a very possible intended outcome is that it will swing right back and just break off into totalitarian well, there was a crazy land. Well, there was a WEF or... Some guy saying, some foreign guy saying that the CBDCs are programmable and we can stop people from buying food and ammunition and whatever yeah. we want. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's still out there. All of that is still out yeah. there and uh, it's simmering. And oh, they, it might need, all they need is a swing to the totalitarian right. And yeah. Maybe that's... Um, well, it could swing off on the totalitarian left, but, but I, a lot of people look at the spectrum, the political spectrum, as if it's a line. I think that there was some wisdom in the the idea that it's a circle, that you have communism, Nazism, and whatever totalitarian right is, because by the way, Nazism is the National Socialist Party mm -hmm. of Germany, mm -hmm. okay? 
but those those could be joined on the on one side of the circle. I look at this political spectrum more like it's a globe mm-hmm. with um, freedom, personal responsibility, true liberty being at the center, and all the other stuff is kind of floating around on the outside mm-hmm. uh, of this globe. Uh, but yeah, it, it could be they're trying to swing this pendulum one way or the other. And yes. Yes, it could be the end game. <laughs> Global enslavement. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate it. Please like, comment, su- su- share, sub share, share, like, comment, subscribe. Just sh- comment and share this with your friends if you like it. If it's appropriate, share it with people. But at least comment. Let join in the discussion. We yeah. have really enjoyed. We did have a, a, a little, a couple of get-togethers this week because certain people were in town. Uh, which Bobby had alluded to. And I know some of you were, were left out. Uh, some of you were out of town. Some of you didn't know about it. We can do it um, again. We could do it again. You just need to let us know by commenting or contacting us and, and joining in the discussion uh, about the topics and whatever we're discussing on the Mind Virus podcast. All right. Well, thanks. And uh, we will be back again one week hence.